Welcome to the Be In The Room podcast, where we celebrate women of action who rebel against the status quo and create their own version of success. I am your host, Ryan Dowdy, and let me tell you, I have been told countless times that I am too much, too loud, too opinionated, and was constantly encouraged to stay small to fit in. On this podcast, we celebrate living out loud, the art of reinvention, and being unapologetic in your quest for joy and happiness. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Be In The Room podcast, where I am here with my friend, Lauren Conaway, who is the founder and CEO of Innovate Her, which is an amazing organization here in Kansas City that champions women. And so there was no doubt in my mind when I was thinking of who are the women that I would love to have a conversation with on the Be In The Room podcast as we start having more conversations about how we bring women together, how we impact change, how we you know, make our mark in the world. It was just very obvious why I would want to have a conversation with Lauren. So Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm really excited to be here. I got to tell you, I, I have seen you out in the community championing women. And I know that you and I go way back, but I don't know mm-hmm. that we've ever had like a conversation just about this. Uh, we're usually talking about other stuff. So I, I'm just super excited to be here. Awesome. Well, start with kind of telling everybody your story. Like, who are you? What did you, what do you, how did you get to the point where you are running, you know, Innovate Her? What's kind of the, the story there? Yeah. Um, so my story is for, for a long time, I worked in really heavily male dominated industries. Mm-hmm. Uh, my background is in marketing, sales and operations, but I worked for a period of time in aerospace. I worked in IT and I worked in automotive, which are, are pretty, um, heavily male dominated for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I had a lot of really good experiences. I had, I found a lot of, you know, folks who were invested in me, mentors and supporters and champions, but I also, also had some pretty, what I would consider to be negative experiences that were very, that were, that were very gendered. Mm-hmm. And, and so for the longest time, I was a very, uh, I guess, a vocal advocate for women in the workplace, supporting women. Um, and so that was, that was kind of my personal heart. Mm-hmm. And then you know, for a period of time, I was very lucky. I left the kind of more corporate sector and stumbled into, I had always been an entrepreneur. I always had a side hustle, you know, at times I would do it full time. And I was very, very fortunate that when I moved to Kansas city, I found myself warmly embraced by the entrepreneurial community here. And so ultimately, you know, I started attending events and getting to know people. And then I started running events and I ultimately ended up as director of operations for an organization called Startland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I, I loved my work and, and, and still, you know, just remember that organization very fondly. Uh, I think I actually, we actually met when I That's was, when met. Startland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I did at times look around and I was like, once again, I have ended up in an environment that is pretty heavily male dominated, the startup community. Um, And it's not just a Kansas City thing. It is most definitely um, an industry-wide, nationwide, worldwide situation where a lot of startup founders and a lot of entrepreneurial ecosystems are powered by white, cisgendered, hetero men. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so I was a little bugged by it. And I knew that I had all of these really, really fantastic women in these networks that I wanted to connect with and I wanted to highlight and I wanted to get to know. And so I started to just reach out. And I actually, Innovators started as a, what I would call, I guess, a pop-up event series where I would just invite women from the entrepreneurial community. And I'd be like, let's go 
hang out, no agendas, no business cards, but let's go be girls for a little mm -hmm. bit. You know, and so we went and we got mani pedis for our first one and we had champagne and snacks and it was so much fun that I started to do them on a regular basis. Um, I had women reaching out to me and being like, hey, you don't know me, but I heard about this thing that you were doing. Can I be put on the mailing list? And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? There's no mailing list, but sure. Yeah, you can come to the next one. And they just kept growing. So right around the same time, I had a startup founder friend of mine uh, by the name of Carlanda McKinney. She was working on a startup that helped women digitally capture their measurements to custom fit bras and to, to help women find bras that fit better. And I like, how cool is that? Right. So um, she reached out to me. She's like, Lauren, you know, a lot of women, can you help me? I want to do some focus groups and I want to find women to populate them. And I was like, great. Uh, yes, I can help you. So instead of sending out emails, which would have been the non-lazy way to do it, I uh, created a Facebook group call or a Facebook uh, chat, I guess I should say. And I uh, just invited women that I knew. And I was like, hey, help out a, a female founder. They'll have cookies and you'll talk about your your boobs for an hour or so. And uh, women started signing up. But then we started off, we started having this conversation first about how difficult it is to find a bra that fits. <laughs> and then we started talking about being women in the entrepreneurial sector and the, some of the challenges and some of the funny things that we experience as a result of that. And so from there, I created a Facebook group. I was like, you know, clearly we have these women who are just clamoring for connection in the in this space, but there's no real meaningful way for us to like stay in contact and communicate right. with each other. So I created a Facebook group called Startup Sheroes. And that was August 25th, 2018. Um, that is when I do count the founding of Innovate Her, even though we had a different name. But um, for the first few months, it was crickets. I would like post events that I thought were interesting or, you know, questions and nobody was responding. But ultimately, I, I just I kept doing it, kept doing it. And, and people started to respond. We had a period of time where we grew very, very, very quickly. Like once things got rolling, it was insane. Women were inviting their friends and their family members and, you know, their their colleagues. And it was really interesting because our, our group kind of started to change shape a little bit. We had started mm -hmm. off as being a group that was strictly for entrepreneurial women, but then we started seeing community advocates and we started seeing civic leaders and we started seeing teachers and school administrators and artists and performers. And, and so we changed our name to Innovate Her. And it was just, you know, women who are enacting radical, positive change in their communities. Like that was the deal. We had a day where we went from, no, it was three days, but we went from 400 to 600 members over the course of like a three-day period. And I kind of freaked out and I was like, oh God, I'm going to have to quit my job, aren't I? Because it was just becoming this this beautiful monster that had gone so far beyond what I thought it could. And so, so really innovate her and how I got here is the universe just kept on slapping me in the face <laughs> saying, Hey, pay attention, idiot. This is something that women around you want and need. So that, that is kind of our, our Genesis story. And what is, what is the, like, what has the mission come to at this point? Like boil it down now. Like what is, what is innovate her creating for women? So Innovate Her, all right, here goes. Innovate Her is a 5,000 plus member leadership community for women and individuals from marginalized gender groups. We serve leaders in the verticals of entrepreneurship, community advocacy, civic engagement, education, and the arts. And we do so with a lens to inclusion and low barrier to entry. 
Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you've done that. You've practiced that well. I've done that so, many, many times. <laughs> no, and I think it's I think it's really amazing. And I guess my question for you is because obviously these women that you're bringing together, they all. So one of the things that we say at Be at the Room is like, you know, our our mission is to create a movement of women who rebel against the status quo, right? Like the things yeah. that we're told we're supposed to do that we're like, I don't want to do that, or that doesn't feel good, or that doesn't fill me up. You know, so many of the women that are that are part of our community as it grows are women who like did everything right in life, Lauren, right? They're like, I did the things, I went to college, I got a job, I got married, and blah, 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 blah. And here I am, you know, somewhere in my late 20s, early 30s, maybe even 40s, and I don't feel fulfilled, right? Like, I just don't feel fulfilled in this life that I was told was supposed to fulfill me in some way. So, you know, we look externally for fulfillment, and we ultimately learn that, you know, fulfillment comes from from inside, but what do you feel like is that common denominator of the women in the Innovate Her space? Like what, what's the thing that ties them together? So the the messaging that we put out there, and I, I may need to explain this a little bit further, but we support women, we, we support leaders who are committed to enacting radical positive change in their communities. And when we say communities, I don't care if a leader comes to us and they are leading their household I don't care if they're leading a boardroom. I don't care if they're leading a program or an initiative. But if you are an individual who is committed to kind of much like, you know, be in the room, you know, pushing the status quo, asking hard questions that will take us in a positive, fluid forward progression of change and and progress and help make our communities better and stronger, then Innovator is for you. Now, a lot, because one of our, our foundational ethics is low barrier to entry, and that was really, really important to me. How do we make it as easy as possible for our members to access the support championship and resources that we provide, you know, in asking ourselves that question, what we have seen is a lot of our members are individuals who are under-resourced and under-networked, people who they're fantastic leaders, but they haven't really been given that that boost up, that leg up that, that so many so many need in order to achieve real kind of that stratospheric, fast, high achieving success. Thanks again for listening to the Be In The Room podcast. Before we continue, I would really love to invite you to connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram at TikTok at Ryan Dowdy Official. Our free Facebook group is called Be In The Room, or you can connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Ryan with two N's, Dowdy, and I look forward to being connected with you. Thanks for listening. And so so that was kind of a a natural, I guess, side effect of, of low barrier to entry, finding those folks who needed the most help, who were the most vulnerable and giving them that boost so that they could become better, more effective leaders. This is so exciting. And it's fun because I'm like, I don't even know these things because we've not, I mean, obviously like I know about Innovate Her. I have, you've graciously opened your space to me on numerous occasions, which I, I really love. So like day to day, a member, someone who is is part of your community, is it is it a membership style community? How do they get that support system? Um, how do they plug into your resources? So, so I would say that number one is our virtual community. And right do have a virtual community. That's where most of our 5,000 members live. I do count all of the members of our Facebook group to be to be innovators, our, sure. our members. And, and so that is where, that's kind of our, our connection point. Mm-hmm. Um, now we do understand that not everybody's on Facebook. So we do have a newsletter and we have a website and we have other ways that you can access. But I would say that our virtual community, what's really cool about what we've built is we, we see 85 to 95% engagement month over month in our community. And you don't see that. 
with no. a lot of peer virtual, like virtual no. communities like ours. And so, so our members, like they log in, they see our stuff, they comment on it, they like. And what's been really amazing to watch is it has become a self-propagating community. So right. we'll have members, uh, you know, post questions like I'm looking for a bookkeeper or I'm mm -hmm. interested in sitting on a board. Who do I contact? Where where can I find this resource? And like immediately you will see you know, three, four, five, six, seven comments and like more comments throughout the day. And like, because we have created a culture mm -hmm. of support. Um, and so, so that's kind of the starting point. Now, Innovator has what we call the five pillars. Um, mm -hmm. Every single program or initiative that we introduce, it has to satisfy at least one, if not, hopefully more than one of our pillars. It has to be in support of that. So our pillars are social connection, professional development, mentorship, championship, and resource sharing. And those are the ways that we serve our members. So our virtual community is a social connection point. It's a mm -hmm. professional development point. Uh, it's a resource sharing point. Like people find mentors mm -hmm. in this space. You know, we've got, we do offer professional development programming, Girls Guide to Business, which is a workshop style uh, event that we hold. We do innovator office hours where an industry expert will do 15 minute one-on-one -on -one consultations around a topic like marketing, legal, you know, business registration, taxes, mm -hmm. uh, like that. You know, every we have a monthly meetup every month. That's a social event for us. It is virtual. Um, Sometimes we used to have them in person, but right. you know, <laughs> right? But um, so so we just have like virtual coffees where we connect our members and they share their LinkedIn profiles and email addresses and they connect afterwards. And what's been really really gratifying is seeing those you know, connection points that we create turning into and blossoming into really, really productive, successful collaborations and relationships between our members. Mm -hmm. So we just create the platform. It's our members who create the, right. the opportunity. Yeah. Um, and, and I love that. And and I think it's just really, really beautiful. And like I said, even as somebody in Kansas City, who's always been a huge fan of yours, I'm learning and like my head is thinking, how can, how can I get involved? How can I serve? Because that's just the way my, my brain works is, you know, I, I always want to serve, you know, however I can. So let's talk a little bit more about Lauren as a person, because one of the things that we talk about in the Be In The Room community is we always say it's a community of women who feel like they're meant for more, right? Like you've always kind of had that fire in your belly that you're like, I just feel a little different. Like I just, there's something like your, your fire's a little bigger. Your, your motivation looks a little different. Like where it's like anybody who's ever told you you're too much, you're too loud, you're too opinionated, you're too this, you're too that. And knowing you, I'm sure you, you're too something to somebody, Lauren. So like, when did that realization happen for you? And how have you kind of navigated life as, you know, knowing that like other people are kind of like, huh, she's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, so I have to tell you, it is hilarious to me that you are, are asking me that question because it was a real slow burn for me. Really? Uh, to, to kind of like activate and come into comfort around who I am and what I'm all about. So uh, I, I think I mentioned, well, so, you know, starting back at like childhood, you know, I was a, I was a super quiet nerd for the longest time. Um, and I think that anybody who knows me now would tell you that I am not quiet. Um, still a nerd though, still a nerd. And I will own that. <laughs> but, you know, I had up until relatively recently, I had made a career out of being second in command, always high achieving for sure. Right. But I was always the person behind the person who had the vision and who was like leading the conversations. I was there 
I was the tactician. Like mm -hmm. you tell me your vision and I will tell you what it's going to take to get there. And I will be in a support mode. And I was very comfortable in that, like letting others take all of the quote unquote, like the, the credit and the limelight and all of that stuff. Yes. And so when I started working at Startland and I, 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 I am going to tell you that like, I have a huge love for male allies and co-conspirators and supporters. You know, Adam Arredondo, he was he was my boss and Matthew Marcus. He and I were like the three of us. We worked really well together. But I would say that like the first six months that I started working at Startland, they had to like break me a little bit and teach me that like it's OK to have a voice and it's OK to have an opinion. And 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 that was such a revelation to me because for so long, like. I had been talked over in meetings or asked to take notes instead of contributing or, you know, all of these things that that when when women enter the, you know, male dominated environments, this is what happens to them. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was it was such a it was such a revelation, but it was also so strange to speak and have my opinion valued. But I got used to it with practice and they would encourage me to like speak up and understand that it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to, you know, to share of yourself. And, and, and so I really do credit like Startland and Adam and Matthew with kind of teaching me how to be a real person. And then like through that, the extension of that was innovator. Here's this concept, women's empowerment, you know, helping women become better. Like, here's this concept that I'm super passionate about and always have been, but now I have the voice to effectively do something about it. Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, I, I absolutely credit Startland with, with Innovator, like without Startland, Innovator wouldn't exist because I wouldn't exist as a leader. Mm -hmm. I would exist as a follower. So it's just been, it's been a really interesting journey. And I mean, over the course of time, and like you and I have talked about this before, but like I, I had to realize that I am not for everyone and that's okay. I have to be, I have to have enough integrity to determine what I think, be open to education and be opening to open to listening, but be strong enough in what I think and how I feel um, and demonstrate integrity to, to actually walk the talk and to own those choices and, and do things, even if people won't like me. Um, I will like me because I'm living my values. That's so important. We had an entire conversation one of our, our be in the room events we do is like we call it a collaborative collaborative conversation and we pick a topic and we pop everybody into zoom rooms and talk through it and our conversation a few weeks ago was around having difficult conversations and what i thought lauren was going to be a conversation about like strategy and tactic and ideas and approaches and all yeah. of things turned into like a giant conversation around i hate having difficult conversations because i want to be liked and right. I'm not supposed to admit that I want to be liked because I'm kind of a badass. I'm a leader. I'm supposed to not give a shit what other people think of me, but I really do. Yeah. And, you know, we've almost been conditioned to think that that's a weakness, like, right. you know, wanting to be liked is a weakness. And it's like, how can we, how can we make that a strength? Right. How can well, we make that a strength in a powerful way? Yeah. Because when you're, you know, when you're not liked, like particularly mm -hmm. in a professional setting, like you're that bitch and people yeah. aren't as apt to, to listen to you. It, it, one of the things that we talk about at Innovator often is like dissent is not assault. Like by me disagreeing with you or not, you know, going along right. to get along, like that's not an attack on you, but right. like it is an opportunity and it is a challenge to 
to collaborate, to talk things through, to come to an understanding. And, and you don't, and, and then there are times when you don't have to agree with me. Like even not too long ago, I posted in the IHKC community, you know, I will be transparent with you and how I lead this community, but you're not always going to agree with me. And that has to be okay. You know, if, if, if you don't like what we're selling enough, then there's the door and I get bummed out when people leave and people are like, well, aren't you just sad that like people are leaving because they don't like you? And I'm like, no, I'm sad because they don't believe in what we believe. And I wish that they did. And so so it was just a long journey to come to that point where I was like, these are our principles. This is what we stand for and what I stand for. And in living that authentically and finding action that matches that, that ethic or that principle, I am so much more self-actuated, self-determined, happy, it, it, it's, it's mind blowing. Like I never mm-hmm. knew that life could be like this just by living in what I think and, and mm-hmm. what I feel. Right. Oh, I love that. I wrote down one of my, one of my values for 2022 was truth, right? Living in my truth and no longer hiding behind things and ideals and other people's and disappointment. And cause even, I mean, you know, me, most people would be like, Ryan doesn't really give a shit about what people think. And, but I do, yeah. it's different people in different ways. Like, again, you know, you can call me names on the internet and I'm cool with that, but I do worry about like, what do my people think? Right. Like, so, um, it, it's been really interesting to be like, yeah, sometimes I'm going to say things and you don't agree. But I think what you said was really powerful is my lack, like me not agreeing with you is not an attack. And I think that's such a big part of, you know, what's broken in our world right now is every time there's a disagreement, it clearly is a personal attack. Jokingly, somebody shared this with me. I'm going to share it because I think you'll giggle. And then I'm going to tell everybody where they can connect with you is, you know, how social media works. And the, it says me, I prefer mangoes to oranges, random person. So basically what you're saying is that you hate oranges and you also fail to mention pineapples, bananas, and grapefruits educate yourself. I'm literally shaking. Yeah. Like that's the meme. And so it's like, and that's how it goes. And it, it's really interesting. Cause I like, I think you probably know, but I'm like a big fan of social media because it allows <laughs> us social capital in a pretty cheap, like as long as you pay attention to it, it's pretty cheap, right. uh, a cheap way to build, you know, goodwill and, <laughs> and bring in new audiences. Like social media is in my background for sure. Um, and I believe in it, but that being said, I think with the advent of social media, like somewhere along the way, we lost nuance. Like everything is so black and white mm-hmm. and everybody is so fiercely, I don't, I, I don't even know, like fiercely advocating for their side that we've lost the ability to see the gray and we've lost the, the ability to talk to each other and come to compromise. And mm-hmm. I do believe that there are some areas, you know, racism, hatred, sure. big, like there are some areas where, yeah, there's no middle ground. You're just an mm-hmm. ass. Mm-hmm. But but there are definitely areas where like mangoes to oranges, hey, there's a little gray area there. And and maybe you can like oranges and I can like mangoes and that's okay. <laughs> you know? Right. So important. Um, well, I, I we could talk about this for days because we're just so aligned in our missions and our hearts. So where can um, people connect with you, Lauren? Where can they learn more about Innovate Her and how can they get involved with the amazing things they're doing? Oh my gosh, I love that question. So first and foremost, so just, you know, my email is lauren at innovateherkc.com. I invite any of your listeners to connect with me. I love connecting with the community. Just tell me that you came to us through the Be in the Room podcast. We do have a website, innovateherkc.com. It does have some of our, our programming information, uh, news and things like that. But the most significant way you can connect, if you are a woman or an individual from marginalized gender community and you are interested in joining Innovate Her KC, it is free. 
go on to Facebook, search for Innovate Her, all one word, KC. We should pop right up. We would love to have you join us. Awesome. Well, Lauren, thank you for, for sharing your story and your heart and your passion behind the work that you do. You know that I'm a giant fan of yours, so I'm excited to have this conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I'm really glad to be here. And folks listening at home, uh, definitely keep listening to the Be In The Room podcast because this one has so much wisdom to share. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the Be In The Room podcast. We love spending time with you every single week. If you loved this podcast, we would absolutely appreciate if you would go to iTunes and leave us a review and share this with another woman of action who wants to rebel against the status quo and become the best version of herself. See you next week.